Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Pessimism at its Finest. I am still your host, Alexandria, and I have not forgotten about this podcast. I have not forgotten about all of the listeners. I've actually gotten a lot of re-listens to some older episodes, so maybe distance did make the heart grow fonder, but I didn't forget about you guys, and I'm going to explain what happened. So hang on tight. And I did not forget that I was supposed to come back and tell you about the date I went on in the June 21st episode. I have the tea and I'm going to tell you all about it. First of all, I hope you're all well. And I hope that this month and a half apart that we've had has been fruitful for you in some way. Um, So what happened is that After the June 21st episode, I went on this date on June 25th, and I recorded an episode, I think June 27th or June 28th, to put out that next weekend. So it would have come out on Canada Day, actually. But I had prepared an episode to come out, and the night I finished editing it, so I think it was the Thursday before Canada Day, my computer gave me the blue screen of death. And if you're a PC owner, you know that kind of means that your hard drive's a bit compromised or your files are compromised. Sometimes you can save the device, but it's hard to save your files. So I had no personal computer to put out the episode on. So I did record it on Zoom. So I do have the original raw recording, but I wasn't able to edit and cut it. And I actually did a lot of cutting on that episode just because... I am talking about somebody else and I wanted to be respectful of them and their space and their, you know, personal information about themselves in case they ever find this. So I really did cut a lot out. And so I just did not think it was wise to post the raw episode. So I said, let me wait. And when I get a new computer, I will cut out the episode. But then listen, today's August 13th. Today's the first day I'm ever using this new computer because I'm a picky bitch. What happened is that um, I think I went to Best Buy about like 200 times, not as a lie, four. And I was like, I'm looking for a computer. I want it to be able to play The Sims and do podcasting and do like Adobe Illustrator and work map GIS. And I had all these like visions I wanted the laptop to do. And so one person would be like, this is the perfect laptop for you. And then I would take it home and I'd look at it and I'd be like, no, don't want it. And then I would take it back, buy a new laptop and I'd come home and I'd look at it and I'd be like, not the vibe, you know? And I think I did this about two times, two or three times. And then I was just online one day looking and I found this HP computer and I'm not a fan of the silver computer. Like I'm not a silver computer girly. I'm a black computer girly. But it had everything I was looking for. It just was not the color I wanted. And it was one USB port short, but we're not going to fixate on, you know, those things. So anyways, I went to Best Buy and the guy was like, if you buy it like new, it's going to be like $800. But if you go online and buy like an open box, it's like $600. So I was like, okay. So I went online and I just bought it and it arrived And I took it out of the box and guys, like I had not felt at home with any of my computer choices yet. This is the only computer that I've touched and I've worked on. I'm like, this is it. You are meant for me. We are going to be together. Like I feel 
Like this is my computer. Am I ecstatic about it being silver? No. Is it fast as a motherfucker? Yes. It's like Usain Bolt. I'm obsessed. So for the people who want computer specs, I'll tell you, I guess so. So it's an i5 processor. So pretty speedy Gonzalez over there. And, you know, it's a 15.6 inch. And as I said, it's a silver HP, a Huel packet laptop. And it has one terabyte of storage and 16 gigabytes of RAM. So I know I'm going to be able to play The Sims successfully and podcast successfully. And hopefully we won't be late anymore and we won't have any other podcasting issues. Also, please don't mug me on the streets of Toronto because I probably won't have this bad boy on me, just so you know, heads up. Um, I just wanted to tell you about the new system we have, the new setup we have. And another positive thing, it's way faster. So I'm not getting dropouts on my episodes anymore, which is amazing, which was so frustrating before. So overall, great investment, totally happy with it. And we are back. And I'm not going to keep you here for very long. Obviously, there's things I want to say. I just want to talk about like what, 15 love. I don't know if you guys if you're from Canada, if you're Canadian girly or boy, whatever you are, um, and you watched YTV at any point, there was this Canadian show. It was filmed in, Mont- in Montreal. Duh. It was filmed in Quebec. Montreal's in Quebec, but I mean the entire province of Quebec. And it was about um, a bunch of people, a bunch of students who went to Cascadia Tennis Academy. And they literally played tennis and whatever not. And it was a love story. But I think I was nine years old when the show came out. So it was from 2004 to 2006. And the way I was obsessed with the character Swim Furlong, who's played by Max Walker, and the show was just on my mind for the longest while. It was one of my favorite shows as a child. And I don't know what compelled me to put 15 Love in Amazon Prime Video. And guys, like, it literally was there. And I have spent the last week... <laughs> Just watching 15 Love and having this deep nostalgia. And then I found Max Walker actually on Instagram. And he like doesn't even have that many followers. And he's like father to twins. He's just so chill. But what's so crazy is he looks exactly the same way he did as a teenager like today. And I can't believe that next year it's going to be 20 years since the show came out. And yeah, if you've ever seen 15 Love... And if you haven't, I would say watch it. Um, all the opinions I had about the show at age nine, I still have at 28. So maybe one day I'll like talk about it because I don't know if there's 15 love girlies out there, 15 love people who loved it. But I feel like it's worth a chat. And I'm going to go into the date from hell because I don't want to make this episode super long. I just want to get to it get out and because like I'm gonna come back I have other things to talk about but I want to give you guys what you came for the date from hell so I have been on many dates this year because I just feel that it's time I was always like I'm only gonna go on a date if I feel like a deep connection to this person and I was saying to one of my friends one day I'm like I want a boyfriend to do fun things with then I realized men were asking me to do things that I kind of wanted to do. And so I could do the things I wanted to do. 
and also see if I like these men. And so far, I don't like any of them. Or the chemistry is just not there when you get there. But dating is a very interesting beast, which I'm and I'm kind of enjoying it in the context. Of, I'm I'm enjoying it because of the way that I'm doing it. And so I'm doing it more so to have company to do things I want to do. I don't think I'm doing it to find like a life partner, which, you know, we all have like different motivations for dating. That's not mine. So anyways, so I'm going to give you the gist of this story. You can, you know, take your opinions about it. I've told this story probably 1.9 million times at this point. So I might not be as enthusiastic about it. I'm definitely not as snarky about it now. So I don't know if it's going to be comedically translated, but it is a story. So let me tell you what happened. So I went to WrestleMania at a bar downtown. I met this guy, British, by the way, and we hit it off. And the night I meet him, he looks really good, really well-dressed, got along fine, talked the whole night. It was great. We text consistently for, I would say, approximately two months. So from the first weekend of April until the end of May-ish. And he texted me one day and he was like, AEW Forbidden Door is coming to Toronto. It's pay-per-view. Would you be interested in going with me? And I said, yes. And he said, cool, I'll get us tickets. So approximately two weeks later, he messages me back and he's like, the tickets are 65. So I said, okay, because in my brain and I'm, you know, this is, this is where things are up for debate in my brain. If you're a man in your like late thirties, I'm thinking you're going to pay for it. If you say, I'll get the tickets and then I'll pay for like the drinks or the food. But if you say you're going to get the tickets, I'm just totally assuming that that's your jurisdiction. Again, if I'm wrong, you can just tell me, but I just feel like we're older, you know? And so he comes back to me on the busiest day of my life. Um, and he's like, okay, I bought the ticket. Oh, he's like, no, sorry. First he said, so on the busiest day of my life, he says, are you sure you want to go at 65? I'm like, yeah, I do. So he's like, okay, I'll buy the tickets. He buys the tickets and he's like, okay, you owe me $65. Here's my e-transfer. So I told my friend and she was like, I would pay him and not show up. So I pay him the 65 because he was really anxious about this money and he's mentioned it so many times. So I didn't want to be indebted to him in any way. And so I was like, you know what? No, I paid $65. I am absolutely going to go. So fast forward, some guy told me I was cute, paid for my dinner before I went to this event. And so I'm not going to lie. Like I was pretty gassed. My ego was pretty big. Um, I, I was told I looked good that day. So I'm like, okay, of course I look good. Cause if you're going to go downtown, even if it's not like a real date, you're going with a man that you kind of had some interest in. So you're obviously going to make yourself like look really, really good. And my friend's boyfriend made a valid point. Like what if his financial circumstance had changed between the time he invited you to the time that it was time to buy the tickets. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold on to that because we want to be open and generous and understanding to everybody. So he's like, meet me at Tim Hortons. And then my friend's boyfriend's like, I would just go home, not meeting anyone at Tim Hortons. But I did not meet him at Tim Hortons because I wasn't going to do that. I just didn't feel like meeting at Tim Hortons, you know? So I met him in line. And guys, I have never seen a man 
in downtown Toronto dressed so poorly. Like, there was no, like, like, it was, it was like, I don't know. Like, it was just a really bad outfit. Like, it was oversized, but not hipster oversized. Because I can forgive hipster oversized. This was just not, not it. And so he said he just came from work. So I was like, okay, you know what? I understand. But if I know I have to meet somebody downtown after work, I do change my clothes. Like, I'll bring something to work to look better in. So I was just kind of like, okay. So we're in line. He was talking to these two other guys in front. And one guy was super duper cute. And this is where I noticed what was going on. He started to get a little bit kind of like interjecting himself in the conversation I was having with the cute guy because he, I guess he was jealous. I don't know. But I couldn't 100% have this conversation. I also want to say while we were in line to enter Scotiabank Arena, the women in the line were giving me that look. And if you're a girl, you know the look I'm talking about. It's like, what are you doing? And I was like, girl, I don't know. I just want to see some wrestling. So anyways, so we were getting close to security and the guy looks at me, the guy I came with, and he's like, I don't think I can bring this bag inside with me. And I said, what bag? And I looked down at the bag he brought with him and guys, you know how now stores are like, you got to buy a 35 cent bag. You can't like get plastic bags anymore. He brought all his stuff downtown in a 35 cent grocery store bag. And that was when I was like, where, what am I doing at this point? So he's like, can I put all my stuff in your purse? So I was like, fine. So I had to put all his stuff in my fossil purse. So then I get there and he's like, I have to use the bathroom. And I was like, okay, um, I have to use the bathroom. I want to back something up that I forgot to insert here. So after I paid him $65, I asked if he could like transfer my ticket in Ticketmaster and he didn't want to because he wanted us to both arrive at the same time. So that probably should have been like my big red flag there, but he would not actually release my ticket to me. Even after I explained that my aunt was coming from Jamaica and I might be a little bit late, he still would not release my ticket to me. So um, that's that. Now we're inside. I say, I'm going to go get something to drink. He says, okay. I'm like, you want anything? He says, no. So at this point, you made me buy my own ticket. You didn't buy me my drink. We're not on a date anymore. I'm a free for all. I look good. You look like, I don't know what you look like, but you look like something and it's not good. So there's that. So we sit down and there are these guys above us and we're talking to them and everything's fine. And the guy I came with says to me, when the pay-per-view starts, I'm not going to be talking very much. And so I say, okay. And then we're talking, talking, talking. And he says to me again, he's like, remember when the pay-per-view starts, I'm not going to be talking to you and watching the wrestling. I'm like, fine. This guy now comes. I'm going to call him JT. So JT comes and he is super sweet. And we're talking for a bit. And he's talking to me and the guy that I came with. And he offers me his popcorn and his Skittles. And he offers like the guy I came with his popcorn and his Skittles. And everything's going well. Obviously, he's cuter and better dressed than the guy I came with too. And so what happened was that 
pay-per-view started and the guy I came with was like, okay, I'm going to watch the wrestling now. And I said, sure, no problem. So I talked to JT because you told me not to talk to you. And wrestling's not a quiet thing. It's a loud event. Everyone's kind of doing their own thing. It's like, it's wild, you know? And so three matches in, he's like, are you enjoying yourself? The guy I came with. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't know anybody in the first three matches. And he's like, okay, which is true. Because I watched WWE, not AEW. I wasn't lying. By the time the fourth match comes, and I want to preface this by saying I was talking to JT, but I was also kind of talking to the guys behind us too, like, you know, so on and so forth. The guy I came with slams the banister or the barricade at the Scotiabank Arena. And he looks at me and JT and he says, we are here to watch the wrestling. Can we please focus on the wrestling? Ah, So I just sat back and I sat silently. The guy behind me was like, could not believe that this man just yelled at me. And then JT, being the sweetest person in the world, looks at him and he's like, man, we are so sorry that our talking bothered you so much that you couldn't focus on the wrestling. That was not our intention to distract you from the wrestling. We will do better to talk less and quieter so you can watch the show. We are so, so sorry. Bitch, I am not sorry. I was going to sit there in silence. Was I silenced or was I silent? Who knows? But I think the guy I came with realized how bad it was because he apologized to me five times. But this is not where the date gets like worse or horrible or anything like that. So JT is like, I'm going to concessions. Do you want anything? I'm like, I'll come. After the guy I came with yells at JT, he looks at him and says, hey man, do you want something for concessions? And this guy's like, yeah, an ST. So we all go. JT gets me my wine. He didn't spike it. And I get myself chicken fingers and um, fries, which I get on my white shirt. And JT gives this guy the nest tea and he just drinks it. Like not even in like a simplistic way. He just like drinks it. And I said to JT, I'm like, did you want money for that? And he's like, no. And I'm like, because it's really rude to like not even offer to pay for something that someone gave to you. And then JT's like, don't worry about it. And I was like, this man is embarrassing. I am so embarrassed. This entire evening has been embarrassing. I couldn't even fully enjoy the pay-per-view because the man I came with was so embarrassing. But I did enjoy it at the end because I knew people at the end and they had this amazing match. It was beautiful. So I enjoyed it at the end. So at the end of the night, we're leaving. The guy I came with, he tried to hug me and he's like, it was so great. I'm like, bye. And I wave and I leave to go to the bathroom. And then I text JT to wait for me so that we can like take the subway together. And that's how it ended. JT has asked me on a date a few times. The problem I have is that they're a little bit too elaborate and everybody's like, how can you say that they're too elaborate? But I'm just kind of like, let's be less elaborate, you know? I don't know. But you know, that's my kind of like bad date story. It was horrible from the start. First of all, I got the ick the minute I saw his outfit. So I don't think that there was anything else to add there. I did not like being yelled at. I just think if you're jealous, 
don't yell. He clearly didn't want me to talk to anybody. And he clearly didn't want me to talk. He wanted me to be silent and focus on the wrestling. And that got him mad. (laughs) So that was like about 12 red flags in one date, starting at the money, to not transferring my ticket, to being at Tim Hortons, just not being dressed properly, to putting his stuff in my purse, to not even offering me anything to drink, to just being like an awful, awful company companion the entire time. So that is that. I'm not going to hold you here any longer. I will be back maybe next week. I haven't decided yet. The week after, who knows? But I hope that you guys enjoyed finally finding out what happened on that date. And I can be more consistent now because my computer works. And yeah, have a great time, day, night, whenever you listen to this.